Hello and welcome to our radio program. The time for intercession is now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International. Shop 12 Block AAJ's Complex, 32-34 Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. Let's now join Rev. Andrew Green for part 3 of the topic, The Person of the Intercessor. Welcome to our third week. Third week already in terms of our intercessory teaching for the month of November. We are looking on the person of the intercessor. Last time we were together, we came in agreement that becoming like Christ in his death enables the intercessor not to conform to the world. We want to look this week on the intercessor knowing themselves. Knowing yourselves as intercessors is very, very important. Now, if you know God and yourself, the enemy will never defeat you. The enemy will never defeat you because you are seated in heavenly places. And because we are seated in heavenly places, this is a place of believers' authority. This is the place of our authority. And that's why we are positioned in Christ like this. The seats seated in heavenly places also where the body of Christ has been delivered from the domain of darkness. It is from this position that we are delivered from the domain of darkness. We also realize being seated in heavenly places as intercessors enables us as intercessors to walk in the manner worthy of our calling as intercessors. Seated in heavenly places as intercessors enables us to please God by faith. We know as intercessors seated with him that without faith it is impossible to please the Lord. Another thing we need to bear in mind as intercessors, knowing ourselves, it enables us to partake of the divine nature. When we know ourselves and the functionality that we have, it helps us to partake of the divine nature. Second Peter 1 4 tells us this. The intercessor is constantly enlightened as we partake of the divine nature to see Christ as the image of the invisible God. Now, what I like about this, as we look on Colossians 1.15, and we cross-reference this with Romans 1.23, in Romans 1.23 tells us about the glory of the uncorruptible God. This image, which is the glory of the invisible God or the uncorruptible God, lives on the inside of our spirit man as intercessors. And because of this, it caused a light to manifest. Again, explaining to us why we're able to manifest the divine nature of the Lord. It also enlightens us as intercessors to understand that whenever he appears, we will be like him. When Christ comes back for his church, we will be like him. As intercessors partaking of the divine nature of the Lord, it shows to us the fact that we are born again, not of a perishable seed. Bringing us right back into one of my favorite verses in Genesis 3.15. The seed of the woman. The seed of the woman here is Jesus being conceived. A work of the Holy Spirit in the womb of Mary. Coming forth into the earth to bruise the head of the serpent. To make an open show of him at Calvary's cross. So we recognize that we are being born again. Not with a perishable seed or a corruptible seed. Not through the biological father and mother's seed. But we are birthed in the earth by believing by faith on the seed that is not perishable, but it is of the Lord. It also shows to us as intercessors that we are enlightened. The intercessor is constantly enlightened to the truth of putting on the newness of Christ which is renewed in the knowledge of Christ. 
So as we study more, the more we will take on that new image of Christ. And as we take on the image of Christ, we will find ourselves now developing. The third thing we need to do as intercessors regarding knowing ourselves as intercessors, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. Romans 8, 14 tells us this. The scripture encourages us as intercessors, as we are led by the Spirit of God, to set our minds on the things of the Holy Spirit. Set our minds on the things of the Holy Spirit. And that's a vast area that we can explore. But it causes us to keep our minds on the heavenly things. It also helps us as intercessors to test the Spirit to see if they are from God. There are many persons alluding to the fact that they are intercessors, but they are perverted in nature. They don't carry that imperishable seed, that seed that is not corrupted. They don't carry that seed, and because they don't carry that seed, we have the responsibility of testing because we are led by the Spirit of God. The Bible said two can be in agreement. Two cannot walk unless they agree. So we must be able to test that Spirit. Again, the scripture encourages us as intercessors to cry from our hearts, Abba, Father. That's the call that gets the attention of our Father. And he loves when we call him Abba, Father. Now, for us to call him Abba, Father, we have to recognize again, we have to be led by the Holy Spirit because this is a work of the Holy Spirit. The scripture also encourages us as intercessors to walk by faith and not by sight. So we are not carnal as we walk as intercessors. We are not carnal as we take time to know who we are and whom we are. We walk by faith. And it's always pleasing to God. We walk by faith. And we're not by the sensory system. Not by dark knowledge, but by the illumination of the word. We also realize from the study that we must daily overcome the devil. If we're going to know ourselves, it enables us to daily overcome the devil. The intercessor must be sober-minded for this to happen. For us to override the devil and overcome him, we must be sober-minded. And also, we must be watchful. In 1 Peter 5, 8, it tells us about Satan manifesting as a roaring lion, seeking out whom he may devour. And because of this, we are always able to overcome this devil. The intercessor must also manifest in order to destroy the works of the devil. We must manifest the Spirit's power in order to destroy the works of the devil. The intercessor must be discerning as not to enter into any form of temptation. The scripture lays a foundation for us, for us to realize that there's nothing wrong in being tempted, but the whole idea of embracing the temptation is what causes us to be separated from God the Father. There are some things we need to ponder as we conclude this week's teaching on the intercessor knowing themselves. You need to remember the body of believers have been delivered from the domain of darkness. We need to remember that we are born again, not of a perishable seed. We need to remember that we cry from our hearts, Abba, Father. We need to remember the intercessor must be sober-minded. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we appreciate you and your love towards us. And we ask that you'll allow us to be seated in heavenly places. We appreciate the fact that you have allowed us to partake of the divine nature of your son, Jesus Christ. We are appreciative of the fact that you have allowed us to be led by your Holy Spirit. And also that on a daily basis, we are able to overcome the devil and his devices. We are not ignorant of his devices as we commit our lives afresh in your hands. 
in Jesus' name. We invite you to join us next week for another topic as we look at the person of the intercessor. And next week, we will focus in on the intercessor knowing the enemy. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Reverend Andrew E. Green. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. Brought to you by Proclaim Ministries International and our kind sponsors. AJ's Wholesale and Supermarket, Credence Global Logistics, Shen Ashar Holdings, Neymar's Pharmacy and Remler Productions. The time for intercession is now is inviting interested persons to be a part of our live studio audience every first Friday at our office at Shop 12 Block A, AJ's Complex 32-34 to Brunswick Avenue, Spanish Town. For more information, call us at 876-615-5801, WhatsApp us at 876-854-4594, or email us at proclaimministriesintl at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us on another edition of The Time for Intercession is Now. I remember coming upon a bunch of people and I heard these people pray. They prayed with a power that I've never heard before. You know, you, you have some people who are so masterful at what they do that you go home and you resign in your heart from ever praying like that because you think you're not capable. I think that is the way that this book came about. It came about after I was asking the Lord Teach me how to pray. And when I asked him to teach me how to pray, he did not answer like with a glib little phrase or give me a sentence or handed me a formula. What God did was invite me on several adventures. He showed me the burden of prayer. He showed me the labor of love that is prayer. He showed me how he hears me always. He shows me how to get answers to my prayers. And in the adventure is where I learned to pray. Prayer is about relationship with God. It's about talking to him. It's not about how you sound as it is so much about the sincerity of your heart, the purity of your motive. So many persons have come to me and asked, how do you pray like that? How did you get there? And that's what this book is about, living under an open heaven. It's actually my testimony of why I've experienced so much favor, how I've had so many prayers answered, why my rate of answered prayers are so high, what makes me an effective intercessor. It's about getting to the place where it's almost like you always have an audience in heaven and it comes out of real relationship. That's how my first book, Living Under an Open Heaven, came about. The greatest takeaway that you'll have from this book is the fact that it will impact you at a heart level and that you will be imparted with the spirit of grace and supplication. Living Under an Open Heaven, preparing a generation to pray unstoppable prayers is available now on Amazon.com, September 15 in paperback. Open up.